Kia ora, my name is Kath Cocker from Nocturnal Projections and Other Small Happenings. As part of the Puaka Matariki Festival 2020, tonight we have the final interview of Māori and Pacific Island artists from around New Zealand and overseas. And we are interviewing Nooro Tapuni, a digital artist in Auckland. Kia ora, Nooro. Kia ora, kia ora. That's good. And so, so you are a digital artist, and you have, uh, you make films of. Do you, can you just tell me a little bit about your work? I, I have seen it online, but I haven't seen it in real life, so it's kind of hard to, especially with digital, because you just get stiller images, and it's not the full thing. Yeah, um, I. I probably describe myself as more of an interdisciplinary artist. Um, oh, yeah. yeah, I have a, so my main background really is as a painter. So I'm kind of surrounded by my paintings in my house, in my home. Um, and I probably came to working with digital stuff in the last 10 to 15 years, um, working across moving image and then into interactive technology. Um, uh, yeah in the last, I suppose, five or so years. Oh, cool. So is that like you make works that you can, if I walked into the room, it would interact with me or do? Yeah, some, some works do. Um, yeah, yeah. So I will use um, a camera to pick up movement in, in a space and then have that alter the digital asset that I'm working with. Um, I'll also just probably for the most part, just work with moving image. And um, a lot of work that I do, it's projected into a space in some way. And um, so in, in some ways it's site-specific or really responds to the atmospheric conditions of a space. Oh, wow. So does yes. it, is that to do with heat or light or sound? or um, Primarily light and then sound. Um, most of my works is silent. Um, but, yeah, it's, yeah, I'm very kind of... Um, yeah, I, I choose specific spaces in which I project things onto to get a particular effect, slightly oh, uncanny ah. type of effect. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, that's beautiful. That sounds beautiful. The, from the images, that, from what I've seen online, it is pretty beautiful, your work. Do, do you... Um, uh, is there a reason that you chose to work with light, with light in that way, or did it come from painting somehow how did how did it move from painting into digital um, I, I think it, if I think back I think it did come from painting um my uh high school teacher was Lily Leita and you know she works and that's now I'm going back way back but you know she's got um a huge series where she used to work on builder's paper and um so as a teenager you know she'd bring some of that stuff into the art room and we'd all have a play with it. And um, it was really, I would always really start off with white. Um, you know, so you've got a black surface and then I'd um, start off with white and that would really pick up colour. And so I think it's that kind of painting technique from starting something that was dark and black and then, um, yeah, then kind of working with layers of colour or light, essentially, and then having parts of it kind of, parts of colour kind of run off where I've applied white paint and then, um, that would then seep into the darkness. So I'm always, yeah, straddling between darkness and light in my paintings, and I think I just naturally shifted into moving image 
um, in that way and then into kind of installing works into space in that way and then, yeah, in VR, I work in that way and then, yeah, with interactive um, digital stuff, very much in that way of going between a lightness or a dark or seeing something and knowing it and not knowing it. So there's always this uh, kind of yeah. air of ambiguity, um, sometimes really uncanny moments. And contradictions. Heaps of contradiction. Yeah, I, lo- I love that. That's great. It's, it sounds amazing. So what, what, um, what work have you been, what have you been working on recently? Um, like the last year, and it was through stuff that I threw up on Facebook, it was on um, hashtag on lockdown. And it was really kind of, um, I just needed to start a series of work where I wasn't overthinking things. <laughs> um, and that really primarily came out of, having spent time working on my PhD and working on something very specific, which was called the Mangaean Cybernetic Continuum. And, um, you know, so this whole kind of theory I developed and and tried to cite it in my um, digital installation practice. And so I just wanted to get away from that. So I started just making work without thinking too much of it. And I found a um, audio recording of a conversation between um, James Baldwin, the author, American author, and yeah. um, Margaret Mead. And they and it's and, and and it's called Rap on Race. And so they produced this book called Rap on Race. But I found the audio recording on YouTube. And so I've spent the last year playing and manipulating um, the sound, and um, and working that in through installation. Oh, cool! I've actually got one of his books. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> he's a really good writer, eh, James Baldwin? He's yeah, quite an, he's, he's a really interesting person. What, yeah, uh, yeah, very interesting thinker. Um, I love watching, you know, those old YouTube clips, just very serious and very intellectual. Kind of. Yeah. 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 Been great to have spent some time with him. Yeah, for sure. Um, do there was something else I was going to ask? Oh, so how you've got a PhD now, eh? So you're a doctor. Yep. What are you a doctor in? Philosophy. Uh, philosophy. Yeah. Yeah. How, and art and design. And oh, <laughs> are, are, you, are you a doctor? You've got a doctorate in all of those. God, that's amazing. Do you, so. Yeah. How? Who are the philosophers that you start that you that you followed, and how does that how does that um inform the work that you make? To be honest, I'm really stubborn. I just came up with my own idea. <laughs> and, and I just read bits of things that supported my idea. Oh, yeah, that's fair enough. I understand your thinking. I understand it. Hey, um, did, so how, what do you rec- where do you think your ideas come from? I know there's kind of like that thing where they just kind of jump into your head, like, you know, and um, but do, what, what do you reckon is the main thing that, inf- that informs your work? Like, that 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 what is it uh, that helps you? What's the main concept behind? Like you know, are there are there narratives? Um, like, uh, well, so what are the kind of I suppose ideas that flow through my work? Yeah, um, like so to start off with, when you were painting, you mm-hmm. what, what kind of things were you painting? They were sort of quite political in a sense a lot of them were um, lots of family portraits but I'd use the grid system as oh. a, um, a kind of a divisive 
mechanism. Like Descartes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Did that have, have anything to do with Descartes at all? Yeah. The, um, what do I want to say? Off of his head. It's not off of his head. It's, um, <laughs> yeah, there was this thing they used to think about, which was cut off at the head. So you're divorced from your body. Yeah, and you're, that's like, you're right. Not, you're, not, you're not a whole person. All that, that split between, um, yeah, body and mind. Yeah, all that's like, parallel. Yeah, yeah, because it's yeah. a cut. And so were you basing it on the Cartesian grid? Is that what it's called? The Cartesian yeah, grid, yeah, like but, but, yeah, playing, playing with that idea, but also that it actually as what we call now indigenous person, but, but I'm very connected, um, you know, like uh, we, um, my family is from the Cook Islands, we are Mangayan, we read, um, we read a sense of spirituality into everything that we do, you know, there yeah. are signs, um, we are connected um, and so we are interconnected and this idea of interconnection and this idea of continuum um, yeah. Gets, yeah, gets cut up and that's where the whole grid system sort of come, came through in my paintings. Yeah, um, sure. Yeah, and my PhD was playing with that idea or working through that idea of continuum um, and I was looking at Mangaian cosmology where we the old name for Mangaia was called Ho'u'u'u. And um, so that was a landmass, but the landmass had a spiritual other and it was called Akototika. And in our cosmological stories, these two were separated, but they're still connected. And so, you know, so it was in the story that I wanted to kind of figure out, well, okay, is this, well, this, there is this interconnection between these two things, even though they're in separate realms. Um, and how can that manifest in my uh, practice, particularly with digital installation or digital material and the physical space? And, um, and also how that might be a cybernetic system. So, yeah, I was kind of looking at all these strands and trying to kind of find an interconnection between all of them. Oh, yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, and I think at the end of the day, in terms of that all relating back to my painting, my paintings, it really comes down to, again, that kind of Cartesian thing of being cut off at the head or yeah. um, you know, being cut, being broken, um, being fragmented, and then actually just finding ways of putting things together. Or, yeah, cool. Yeah, so I think that is probably the strong kind of a um, current that works or theme that works throughout my practice, whether I'm working with, um, you know, painting or working with digital material. And there is a very kind of, I suppose, political, um, I don't know if it's political agency, but there's something polemic in that. Because if I think about colonisation, if I think about what disconnects us, all the various things that cause a disruption or disconnection, um, and it does come down to um, colonisation and... And for me now, it comes down to slavery too, because I, yeah. In the last few years, I um, found out that I have Jamaican heritage, um, oh, and so that wow. that go that goes back to, uh, uh, yeah, slave, um, yes, slavery, and I suppose my ancestry. So yeah, so yeah, I think partly the series that I'm working with in terms of the Baldwin Mead and the politics um, and black politics, or yeah. Um, is, 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 yeah, slightly kind of me trying to work my way through that. And it is, um, yeah, I mean, it's almost a working back because I, when I was younger, I, I did look at um, 
you know, like most young Polynesian people, we looked to America, we looked to what happened in the 60s, you know, Black Panther yeah. Party, you know, we, you know, I kind of really got into that. But then I got to a point where I said, well, I'm actually here in Aotearoa, New Zealand. Um, I'm, you know, I've got Pacific Heritage, um, Polynesian. Uh, and, and then I, I kind of sort of slightly stepped away from some of that stuff. And <laughs> so now I'm kind of like, oh, shit, I've got African Heritage. Yeah, I've got, cool. um, you know, so, so it's, it's like, okay, yeah, I've gone background. And, um, yeah, it's, it's interesting. It's interesting. Yeah, that does sound, that sounds really interesting. The whole, so yeah. how, is that through, so did, did the Jamaican, did, did they bring Jamaican people into the, into the Cook Islands or did, um, or is my, that a different? No, I think that that's a, some, um, my biological father, I suppose, um, it sailed there with some mates. So that's, you know, that's a whole, that's, yeah, oh. he was a sailor, so oh, an cool. engineer. So that, yeah, that was just a, different story there. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, so, like, my Mangan family are from the Pacific, but, um, you know, he just cruised down with some mates. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> and, um, it's kind of interesting, because I do think that as far as being a, like, of, you know, a Pacific Islander in New Zealand, it, the politically, it's kind of closer to black America than it is, because mm. it is, as far you know, as far as being the meat and the sandwich instead of the indigenous people or the colonizer. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah. So, oh god, that sounds really, really interesting. So, do you um, have you looked very much into your father's side now, or are you just doing it? No, not no. I think I'm kind of more just trying to I think I'm just trying to come to terms with that being in me um, oh, and, okay. yeah and I think for some people that'd be obvious you go and talk to the people you are now related to um, but I'm more of an introvert so I'm just kind of trying to get my head around things yeah oh yeah yeah sure no that's fair enough um, being an introvert would suit e, um, e, uh, electronic art I think <laughs> spend a lot of time sitting by a by a computer <laughs> yeah well I'm probably the only person who books a gallery does some work in it and doesn't invite anybody in <laughs> uh, you know, I had fun yeah. right yeah I bet you did so <laughs> it is it's so much fun just sitting in a space and playing around eh? yeah, if you've got absolutely. all the gear to do it with yeah so you're yeah. doing a collaboration. You've got a collaboration coming up with another artist. Yeah, um, colleague um, Carl Douglas, uh, and it's part of Fluid Borders. Um, so it's an exhibition at Par Homestead. Oh yeah, and oh. yeah, we 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 just put a proposal together and said, hey, should we do this thing? It's kind of a drawing. Um, I think we both kind of want, yeah. We just kind of, I suppose, want to see what happens. Like we, we kind of got a fair idea of what each other are doing, um, but we don't quite know what's going to happen until we get in there <laughs> and install it. So, um, ah, so you're yes. going to, are you going to, is your installation going to be you guys making it together? Um, it's going to be layered. So Carl will go in and do his drawing. So I've got an understanding of how his drawing works and um, 
And last year, last year we were in a show called Silvering Slowly. Um, and yeah, so we're both kind of drawing two elements of the show together. Oh, so yeah, wow. we've got an understanding of what we're, you know, what each other are doing, but we just kind of kind of lay, lay it up and have a brief discussion about it and maybe um, tweak and play with things a little bit. But yeah, it's, yeah, well, it's kind of, it's a real unknown. I think it's real unknown for both of us. And we're just kind of, we're just giving them a play. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> that sounds great. Are you going to have somebody documenting it? Um, no, I actually haven't thought that far. That's a good idea because <laughs> other people, people could see. Yeah, it, it, it is a it is a group group show, so um, yeah. So I'm sure um, the curator will be walking around with cameras, and there'll be people there. And... So what's the co-papa behind fluid fluid borders? Is it, to, <laughs> is it to do with immigration, or is it to is it to do with like the internet and that, or is it just open for whatever? interpretation uh, you want to come up with it, it does have a theme but um carl and i were what we were intrigued by was COVID 19 and was this kind of spacing and spatial relationships you know that one meter two meter distance between each other yeah um and um yeah and, and the, the kind of sense of anxiety at those various points it's really weird it was kind of like and one respect rules kind of slowing down and being really aware of your position and how you relate, you, you were in relation to another person. Um, and it's kind of strange right now because we're all in level one and most of the, um, the, you know, most of the distancing markers have been peeled away. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's kind of, it's a little bit, like it, it's a thing that's gone, <laughs> but any which way we, we yeah, there's something about the social relationship, the spatial relationship, um, that sense of anxiety, um, but also a muting, um, you know, a muting of your your mouth or a muting of your voice or a, you know, there was I think sometimes like when I was standing in line, we wouldn't sort of be talking <laughs> to people, you know, there's this kind of I know, it's like awkwardness for anxiety. And so we're kind of, yeah. that's kind of our, our starting point. And oh, um, that's true. I remember that actually. People had this weird thing about actually talking to each other for a bit there. Yeah. So, yeah. so it's kind of, yeah, it, yeah, it's kind of a starting point. Um, where it ends up, I'm, I'm not really 100% sure, um, <laughs> besides the fact that we might have, you know, a little bit of, distance between two <laughs> yeah um you, you know between um our marks or the marks that we make there might be a little bit of distance um but so yeah, you're I mean, you'll be drawing on top of his drawing uh, possibly yeah with light um, with, with light oh fantastic with, yeah for the, and oh, at the moment it's, when it's it? lines. um it opens on tuesday night um what date is it? Oh, how long is it open for? Do you know? Uh, it's open till um, September. Oh, fantastic! I'll be able to see it when I come up. Oh, fantastic! Yeah. That sounds amazing. So, how yeah. what, are you giving yourself a time frame, or is it just? Are you just going to be able to go in and out right through the whole exhibition and keep putting stuff in and changing it, or not? Uh, it's a it's the install. I think we've just got the 
Oh, okay. So, yeah, the time of the install. But I'm also using kind of trying to use bits of technology I've never used before. So yeah. it's a typical me. It's a little bit of experimentation. <laughs> um, it, it, you know, and, and it is the thing with, with technology is that it breaks, um, which is kind of quite lovely. Um, yeah. And then having to come up with alternatives or having to redo things. So I'm sure there'll be tons of that stuff along the way. And I think for Pa Homestead, they don't really have, um, I don't think they've really had kind of projection of moving or moving image or kind of interactive stuff um, uh, previously. So, yeah, I think it's a bit of a learning curve for everyone. Really. I mean, it's, it's not going to be, uh, yeah, it's, it's not going to be a massive, it's just going to be a small gesture, but um, yeah, we'll, we'll see how it, <laughs> how it unfolds. Yeah. I'm, I'm pretty, but just being pretty um, relaxed and loose about it, really. So That's a good way to be, yeah. Yeah, I think so. I think so. It just doesn't kind of, just don't want to take things too seriously because. Oh, yeah. I know. Are, yeah. I mean, it's, the worst thing that could happen is you die and it's probably not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> that's putting everything into context yeah. Yeah. I yeah. keep it well, the, yeah well the thing is even if you know technically something went wrong like um you know Carl's work could sit there and then you know I'm happy to spend a couple of days sorting it out then the projection comes back in and at the moment it's um yeah there's I've kind of split um an audio work and I've got lines um yeah so the audio audio and audio track is going through and it's spitting out digital lines and oh, um, wow yeah and there's a, seems to be a really nice relationship between these digital lines and so yeah it's a little bit more obvious than the last work but there might be a conversation going on but you can't hear the conversation so what is so, that is that the conversation between james baldwin and margaret mead yeah oh, and i've really fantastic I've really manipulated the sound um, and that was loads of fun. Um, yeah. Cause I was making them say things um, <laughs> that were really silly and oh, I was having loads of fun with that. Um, but I've stripped, but when I kind of present the work, I, I, I stripped the audio back and all you see these lines. Um, and oh. yeah. And now, now there's going to be, yeah, they're going to be quite, yeah, there's, there should be more of an understanding that, there's a kind of relationship between the two yeah wow just uh, as on the aside there is some quite loud noises behind you <laughs> yeah what is are you at a, are you outside or are you inside no, i am sitting inside my apartment um uh-huh. it's just on the corner it's on queen street so uh-huh. and it's got lots of it's an old old heritage house and we've got concrete floor and oh, yeah. Yeah, big yeah. windows and it's noisy. Uh, <laughs> yeah. No, I used to live across the road from you um years ago. But oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, but oh God, that's that sounds really, really interesting. Do you um for your techniques are there are there other digital artists that have influenced the way that you have chosen to do it or do, or what do you, do you think that it's like from watching film or, or how do you think your 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 aesthetic for digital has kind of um, created itself you know within your... it, yeah. um, 
I think some of it, I think it's is painting. Um, yeah. But particularly when I think about um, VR work that I made or, um, yeah, there, there, there was a couple of works that were very painterly. Yeah. Um, yeah, in, in terms of what I did with the digital, um, you know, the digital quality, the digital materiality. Um, this line work, yeah, I'm not sure where this one's come from. <laughs> yeah, there's just something, yeah, I just reduced something to, to a line. Um, I love the idea of that one. I want to see that. Yeah. Um, it's so so you've how the process that you've used to change it into a visual thing mm. is that quite yeah. a, an intense kind of process or is it um uh, no it's just um finding uh, it's just finding the um the right code so i basically I basically hack other bits of code. So I find stuff that's almost doing what I want it to do. Um, and then I just piece bits together. Um, oh, till yeah. I get, yeah, till I get kind of something that I like. Yeah, so it's a lot of playing with software. Um, yeah, and, but I'm, I'm doing quite a bit with, with the audio. Like, so I've taken, so I've got... Um, kind of the Baldwin Mead series that's this the line series. I've also taken it through into a piece of 3D um, software that we teach in spatial design and we use Rhino. So it's a model making, 3D model making um, piece of software. And so now I've got these um, audio files um, that are digital objects. And so I'm wanting to spit that out and then get those printed with a 3D printer. Um, yeah, so it's, yeah, I'm still, I suppose I'm still, I'm still playing and testing and experimenting. Um, yeah, it's in a sense, I suppose, drawing. So drawing with all this kind of digital materials, audio material. Um, yeah, just yeah. kind of playing. Because um, draw, uh, drawing is time, time oriented really, isn't it? So time and space mm. and is so. Do you mean it, that you see your um, your work is uh, because it's within that framework that it has a that it's like drawing, or uh, yeah, I, I suppose like um, when I'm working and um, processing, it is it is a digital drawing, um, and you can just change a bit of code really quickly, and your drawing's completely different. Um, ah. Yeah, so it's, yeah, so I suppose that's in a sense why I refer to it as drawing. Um, and maybe because um, this current work is line and it is just line in space, whereas generally I buy the work with portraiture or, yeah, bodies. Um, but, yeah, this is, yeah, this is kind of quite different for me, really, actually, if I think about it. <laughs> yeah, sure. Have you heard, do you, have you heard of Stephen Jones? No, he he did. Um, he he was a video person though, and not digital. But he well, it's not his video digital. It's not really because it's on a. Uh, anyway, I don't know. But he it depends. Used, eh? yeah. I know. <laughs> <laughs> he he um he he was working on videos like, you know, back in the dinosaur days when they first began, and he 
I saw him speak at the Auckland Art Gallery actually, and then he um, he talked about how he learnt to hack video, which was what? really interesting because that's what you're doing, really. Is that what you're doing? Are you hacking it, or are you? Um, yeah, pr- pretty much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And it's purely because I I'm not a computer scientist, and I, I can't just um, code really, really, really well. <laughs> Um, yeah. but I think that's I think that's a really good thing too. Yeah, um, that's fantastic. Yeah. It, and it's I've um, my, during my PhD, I, my um, second secondary supervisor, is a fantastic um, computer scientist, and he could really code. Um, but we thought differently, so he would get things really specific and really smooth, and have all these things work, you know, purposely. Yeah, <laughs> and, yeah, and, and um, which was fantastic. And he'd go, do you mean this? And I'd go, yeah, no, not quite. Um, <laughs> and so I would come through and then just chop it up and break it, break it <laughs> and make it not make sense. And, um, and it would be exactly what I wanted. Um, yeah, and he would go through the code and he'd be like, I don't know how you got that effect. <laughs> but that's great, but it just doesn't make any sense. But okay, yeah, so it's, I think if I was too much of a computer scientist brain of making things or problem solving and um, making it making a whole bunch of things run smoothly I wouldn't necessarily get the things that I get it's like kind of like things being slightly not uh, it's, it's not even that slightly not right it's just um, yeah a bit a bit off really <laughs> yeah sure you know that's cool I like the idea of mistakes being the strength because that's what you're yeah. talking about eh? all that random it's exactly. kind of random yeah yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. I've made work from the mistake. I've made work from the failure, from the corrupted file. Like yeah, I, fantastic. Yeah, yeah, I love corrupted files. That's a group exhibition of 11 artists. The exhibition is called Far Nearer and it's at the Par Homestead in Hillsborough in Auckland. It's organised by the Fluid Bodies Group and curated by Wai Ching Chan, including Nooroa Tapuni and Carl Douglas. Definitely a must-see. Thank you all for listening. This is the final interview from Nocturnal Projections and Other Small Happenings. My name is Kath Cocker and this is for the Puaka Matariki Festival 2020. Shout out to 1FM for all your support and Benjamin for the sounds. For Marie.